Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies Watching Movies, a podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon so we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Poor Three Sixty. As always, I am your host Andrew Porno. Thank you for joining me here today. Now, there's something I found recently that still exists that I ended up talking about with a group of friends and I was thinking back to high school and stuff and I was like there was a game I remember playing online that was like it was almost like a Wikipedia style game it was all like text based it was very straightforward and I couldn't remember what it was and I was like thinking and searching and then I figured out what it was and it was called Nation States which was a game I remember it was like in like the mid 2000s that was Basically, you formed your own country and then based on how you answered the questions and how you made decisions on policy points determines how your country moves forward. And I thought this would be a good exercise, something to play out on the show and then talk about it. I was like, okay, well, let's find out if this thing actually still exists because obviously it's almost, well, not almost 20 years, it's 15 years old now. Some websites crash a lot faster than that. Like, I just found out E-Bombs World still existed. Like, that was kind of crazy. That took me back to my middle school and early high school years. So, I started trying to find out that the nation states does still exist. And I thought, all right, let's do it. Let's create a poor 360 country. I will throw out my suggestions. And then maybe eventually this could get some input on you before I make responses. And we can kind of form our own country this way. And let's see if uh, we can do it better than the people in the world are doing it. So... Let's kind of jump right in and see how long this actually takes. And if it ends up being shorter than I remember it being, then we'll uh, we'll talk about some other things. But let's let's see how this goes. So, um, so Nation States is a website. It was based on a. It's by Max Berry, who was the author of the book Lexicon. Strange thing. So, first things first, it gives you the option to um, pick um, kind of what you want to do. So you can be uh, your country can be anarch, uh, anarchic, anarchic, libertarian, capitalist, liberal, centrist, conservative, socialist, authoritarian, tyrannical, or random. And this is just something I'm, I'm going to pick centrist. It's very straightforward to me. All right. Question one. And this is kind of vaguely bringing back memories of when I did this. I think I made up multiple countries, and based on this win, it kind of mixed it up. So, question one. A country should be judged by how it treats its worst-off citizens. I agree. Um, I think a country, if they're thriving, but they have a, but the worst off, they're just treat like garbage. That doesn't look very well from the outside on that country. Um, when I hit that question, it populated air up for welfare, air up for education, air up for income inequality or equality, and air up for inclusiveness. Okay, and they may have updated this since then because I know when I made this in two thousands, like some of this stuff wasn't. Um, same. So, corporations are good for society. I strongly agree. I think we do need corporations. They 
definitely help for employment for that. Yep. So um, click that. Um, employment went up. Economic output went up. Wealth gaps went up. Manufacturing went up. Average income went up. Business subsidization went up. And environmental beauty went down. That's unfortunate because, like what we're seeing with the Amazon, it's not not great to sacrifice beauty and the lungs of the world for further farming and industrialization. Um, marijuana should be legal. Strongly agree. Um, like I said, it, well, you know, it, it should, it should, I, I strongly agree. I was almost hesitant, like, let's just go to a regular agree. I think it should be legal. I think, I've said it before, I think it doesn't have the same effects as alcohol and it should be really like alcohol. And I think the revenue from this would actually greatly help our country or the country that we're creating here and countries in general. Um, so recreational drug use went up, pizza went up, civil rights went up, niceness went up, nudity went up. That's weird. Law enforcement went down, lifespan went down and employment went down. That one's kind of weird. Okay. The world needs to rediscover its spirituality. I disagree. I, even though I'm a religious person, which I've said clearly that I'm Catholic, I don't, I strongly believe in separate of church and say, I think whatever you can find to help give you a good moral center is what you should abide by. And whether that's religion, whether that's just your own personal beliefs, whether it's religious based or just how you see the world, then that's more power to you. Um, young people should perform a year's compulsory military service. Now, this is a good question. I actually don't know. How, I know there's some countries that do that. Um, honestly, that I believe that some people aren't cut out for the military, and I think that would only lead to more problems, so I'm going to disagree. Um, so political freedom went up, recreational drug use went up, civil rights went up, and defense forces went down. Okay. Um, capitalism is on the way out. Now, I'm pretty, I, if I remember that, I'm pretty sure that was one of the original questions. Um, I disagree. Um, I don't think capitalism is on the way out. If anything, it's going up. Um, economic output went up. Uh, information technology went up. Book publishing went up. Good for books. And retail went up. Not unsurprising. Um, without democracy, a country has nothing. I disagree. I don't think... Well, maybe not. I, I think I just read the question. I think a democracy, when it works, is good. And click that, it went up political freedom. Okay. Uh, let's see. Question eight. It's better to deter criminals than rehabilitate them. I agree. I think it is... Um, obviously, you still should rehabilitate criminals, but I think in the case where you can prevent actions from happening, it's better than, um, than trying to fix things after the fact. Because that way the, the crime's already been committed by the time you get to that point. Um, law enforcement went up, uh, weaponization went up, and social conservatism went up. Okay. Um, okay, history. Violent segregationist, recently discovered undiscovered tribe, sackers and salvagers, like-minded isolationist, plucky malnourished pioneers, ethnic cleansing refugees, diplomatic homeland wranglers, civil bloodbath survivors, and long-suffering but still optimistic pilgrims. Um... I'm going to go with plucky, malnourished pioneer, or pioneers. Pioneers. Okay, so um, when I click that, environmental beauty went up and intelligence went up. So those are all good things. 
Um, brave, decreasingly well-financed explorers traveled across the globe in search of Virgin Islands. Upon finding them, declined to notify homeland. America. Uh, okay, page two. We're going to name this country... Um, Poor, Portland. Portland. We were a classification. Hey, it, it hasn't been taken, so good for me. It's going to be a... Hmm... It can be a republic, a kingdom, an empire, a commonwealth, a federation, a colony, a principality, a protectorate, United States, United Kingdom, a people's republic, democratic republic, confederacy, dominion, sultanate, holy empire, theocracy, most free republic, United Socialist States, democratic states, allied states, queendom, fiefdom, constitutional monarchy, dictatorship, matriarchy, emirate, grand duchy, freeland, community, disputed territories, uh, Jingoistic states? Hingoistic? I don't know. Armed Republic, Nomadic People, Oppressed Peoples, Borderlands, Rogue Nation, Incorporated States, Federal Republic. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I'm going to go with the Principality. The Principality of Portland. I like it. Uh, we can make a flag. Um, and a lot of, some of these have a, uh, a random dice roll option. Our flag... We can make a flag of another country... I'm going to pick... I'm just going to go random, because I don't know. Let's see what it says random. Mm. What about Norway? I kind of like Norway's flag. We're going to go with that. Um, currency, dollar. Seems free page. Sorry to hit the random on that. Our national animal is... All right. Look, number seven. I'm going to do seven clicks of random and whatever that picks we're going to go with. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's the parrot. National animal. Parrot. All right, doing that. Our motto, let's say four for the old poor four that we used to do. One, two, three, four. Twirling towards freedom. Alrighty then. And then I can just create my account. Use my old email that I use for the Twitter feed. Put a password on it. And then I'll have a remember me. Let's create this nation. Okay, let's see what it does for me. The Principality of Portland. I like it. Okay, so we are in the South Pacific. Okay. Uh, our civil rights are very good. Our economy is very strong. And our political freedom is excellent. We have zero influences. All right. All right, and it gives me kind of a group description. Um, we're a population of 5 million, so... Not small by any means. So the Principality of Portland is a fledgling, environmentally stunning nation remarkable for its irreverence towards religion. Irreverence, okay. The hard-working, democratic population of 5 million Portlandians are either ruled by a sleek, efficient government or a conglomerate of multinational corporations. It's difficult to tell which. Okay. The tiny government juggles the competing demands of welfare, education, and defense. Citizens play a, fa a flat income tax of 6.6%. Okay, I can get behind that. The very strong Portlandian economy, worth $374 billion a year, is driven almost entirely by the private sector, which, are broadly diverse, which is broadly diversified and led by the trout farming industry. Okay. With major contributions from tourism, gambling, and beef-based agriculture. Average income is $74,847, with the richest citizens earning 7.9 times as much as the poorest. Not great. Uh, crime is moderate, with the police force struggling against a lack of funding and a high mortality rate. 
Ooh, not great as well. Poorland's National Animal is the parrot which soars majestically through the nation's famously clear skies. Poorland is ranked 49,775th in the world and 1,852nd in the South Pacific for the largest publishing industry, scoring 3,863.63 on the Bella Porter Productivity E Index. All right, and I have a new telegram, which I'm thinking is assuming is just uh, welcoming me in. Let's see. Notes. Uh, congratulations, leader, on your swift and surprising rise to power. Let me be the first say I was always on your side. Uh, poor land contains five millions, including myself, and we're all eager to for uh, you to see our destiny. You will do this by addressing issues, several awaiting your attention already. You may also wish to consider Poorland's place in the world, its physical place, that is. The world contains thousands of regions, many eager to gain our glorious nation as a member. As I'm sure telegrams will soon attest. If you notice one that would suit us, uh, would suit us better, please do deploy our cutting-edge geo-relocation technology to shift Poorland there. It would be a shame not to use it. The depreciation expense is kind of insane. Those bean counters over the world census have informed us that they tend to begin ranking Poorland on their ridiculous scales. I'm sure you don't care about such things unless the... They show Portland near the top, that is, but you can find their nonsense under rank. There's also the World Assembly. Now, that is a credible institution. I recommend you gain membership so we can vote on international law. That way, your wisdom insight can help guide the whole world. It will also allow us to endorse other nations in the region so they can tell when they're doing something right. I won't take any more of your time. I will can see the line outside, as national destiny doesn't just manifest itself. Ha ha. Um, but if you ever in need of further advice information, may I direct you to these dispatches and perhaps the international forum? It's all written on our nations, of course. So by his self-serving, but your keen eye can sort out truth from fiction. Good luck, your humble servant, number one fan, Max Berry. Well, that's nice. All right. Um, okay, so I got invited to the Biscuit Paradise of... Oh, the Biscuit Paradise of Amatopia? Um, welcome, Portland. I think your new home. One of the largest regions in the game. We're also the game's longest sustained democracy. If you're looking to get involved, we recommend that you introduce yourself on our regional message board. We strongly encourage you to join the World Assembly as they endorse our delegate, Omotopia, and the other officials linked to the World Factbook entry. Um, read the following dispatch. If you ever want to learn more about why this matters, you can uh, how you can strengthen your region through endorsements in the Southern Wild Assembly initiatives. You can even start earning monthly awards for just endorsing other nations. Da 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 da. Yeah, more news there. There's also the Federal Republic of Asterland. Um, the end of the Dematic Stage is looking for new members to build itself into world power, and you can contribute with Olympiad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's. Let's get back home. How do I get out of here? Alright, I have. Wow, I got a lot of notifications. Let's see. Alright, let's see. I have four issues currently standing out that we need to discuss. So let's see. Um, the Poorland Times. We have, uh, they're all newspaper headlines. So it looks like we're going to get the next one in about 23 minutes. So probably uh, maybe as this moves forward, maybe we'll have a check on every episode and I'll catch up to date on these issues. I don't know if I can leave them standing until then. I don't see why not, but we'll see. So complete consider Big Brother anti-crime system. Okay, so the issue is the police department is considering installing surveillance cameras in all major public areas in an effort to crack down on crime. The debate. So this is when they give you kind of situations to be like, based on how you respond to this, determines how the country changes. So 
So the issue, like you said, is the police weren't considering installing surveillance cameras in all major public areas and after crack down on crime. So there's three options. So number one, this is a blatant invasion of the rights to privacy, says libertarian website operator Elizabeth Duran. Now I can't even go out in public anymore without being watched. As you know, this is just the beginning today. There are cameras in city streets. Smart, they're peering through your bedroom window. Fair point. Uh, number two, hey, I got news for you, says police media liaison Jean-Raul Reitkonen. When you're out in public, people can see you. The cameras will be extremely helpful in reducing the national crime rate. Frankly, I can't see what the fuss is about. Um, three, this slippery slope argument has got me thinking, says police minister No Fundo Wolf. You know it would be easier to fight crime if we watch people all the time. Not with cameras, of course. It's clear invasion of privacy, but... How about a national database for our citizens coupled with compulsory ID cards and barcoding? It would stop crime dead in its tracks. Um, yeah, I can... I think I'm going to go with number two. I think that's a good... Um, I think three is too extreme. Number one is um, also too extreme. So we're going to go with... Um, with two. And then it already changed my real classification. I'm, my civil rights fell from very good to good. Good's not great. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got here. All right. Um, when I did that, the headlines came up with family groups applaud return to decency. Clothing tools look forward to bumper season. Paper factory built too close to match factory. Corner rules. Oh, that's unfortunate. Streets cleaner, less dangerous. Oh, that's good. And, all right, let's go back to the issues. I think we had a couple more. Harry Potter Censorship Row. Okay, this is from Suta. So the latest Harry Potter book hit schools across Portland and started the greatest controversy yet. Um, number one, I quite enjoyed the book until I got to the part where Harry summons evil demons to do his bidding, says religious leader Nelson Smith. Now that's just wrong. We need to restore some sense to this debate, but I, by which I mean we should remove this book from the shelves, salt it thoroughly, and burn it. Teachers Union President Tamara Bonaparte says, Come on, this book is fantasy, and it's damn good read it the government to issue a statement of support for our teachers and librarians so kids can enjoy books without interference from religious wackos like Christians. little extreme, too. I think I'm going to go with two. I definitely don't agree with um, burning books. I think knowledge is power, and burning books because you disagree with the context, even if it is fiction, is a little ridiculous. All right, so the latest Harry Potter book is now a bestseller. Good. Um... Newspaper headlines, tax increase vital to funding Portlandian innovation, incomes rising, economic sake, urban officials just wanted to help, coroner says. City planners consider 14-sided roundabout. Oh, dear Lord. Yikes. Okay. And recent trends. Um, actually, I'll read all those at the very end after I go through the, the two more issues. Nazi sympathizers playing rally. So this really has updated a lot since I played this game back in high school, middle school, whenever I actually played it. So far-right-wing Nazi supporters plan to stage a rally in the city center tomorrow, giving voice to their violent racist views. The debate, number one, frankly, I'm appalled that the government can either can even consider allowing this travesty to go ahead. This prominent Jewish personality, Kwethwi Chandra, we can't let these animals broadcast their messages of hate. Surely Portland is too civilized for that. Two, it's exactly because we're civilized that we must let the demonstration proceed. So Street Street's campaigner Quincy Huxley, we don't like what they have to say, but this, in this society people have the right to argue whatever political views they want, no matter how hateful, selfish, or stupid it is. Ooh, 
Um, yeah, this will be a tricky one. I feel like it's, either option is going to have ramifications. Um, I am for the right of free speech. Um, I personally probably wouldn't um, support a Nazi right wing. Uh, I'm going to go with one. Um, appalled. Uh, we can't let these animals broadcast their message. Of, well, now they said animals. Now I'm kind of flip flopping again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. We may not like what they have to say, but in the sight of people of the right target, whatever political views they want, no matter how self hateful, selfish, or stupid it is. All right, stalking boy. Does the tenant of free speech is held dear? Portland was relocated from a capitalist paradise to a corporate bordello. Poor land civil rights rose from good to very good, so, and poor land's political freedoms rose from excellent to superb. Uh, headlines: School bans chess as too passive. Poor land more chill than ever before. Naked people protesting something again, and international observers applaud rising political freedom in Portland. Okay. I like that. What else we got? Lost at sea. Let's see. Uh, years have passed since the failed search for the missing yacht adventurer, was, which was reported lost with all hands, came to an end. Um, now it has finally been found, locked in pack ice in the ocean around northern Brankland. Nautical enthusiasts are asking how to prevent this from happening again. Okay. Well, there's like four options now. Okay, the debate. Obvious, number one, obviously we need to have all recreational vessels create and submit a travel plan to my office before they leave port. Suggest your maritime minister, Ruby Soren, as she places a map of coastal Portland on your desk. If they transmit a stress call, we'll send out rescue teams to search for them. They would have to pay a small fee for, to cover expenses, but it would be well worth it for everyone's safety. I'm guessing that's um, the recreational vehicle would have to pay for the help. Okay, that seems reasonable. Um, then we could spend hours looking for them. Sarcastically remarks your technology minister, Alina Bradbury, as she rips up the map and replaces it with a new globe. We have every vessel with radar and the latest GPS system. We'll monitor them from new tracking stations built along the coastline. Then we can send a rescue directly to them. The Coast Guard has been underfunded for years. I'm sure this we would all appreciate all the fancy new toys. Makes sense. Three, everyone knows that you'll reach the Great Ice Wall if you sail too far. Exclaims fervent flat earther Dick... Harper, we're trying to flatten your new globe with a rolling pin. It would be too much hassle either way to track all those boats, especially when the solution is obvious. Ban on recreational boating. If no one sails, no one will get trapped in ice. Yikes. Um, a vast G-government knaves have no right to dictate where me and me hearties travel, shouts suspected pirate Edward Teach, as he barges into your office and impales the remains of your globe with his cutlass. The parrot's revenge shall sail whenever she pleases. You land-loving government scallywags. Must get rid of all restrictions on freedom of navigation or territorial waters. We'll be walking the plank. Gar, Peter. Uh, no. I like the, um, radar and latest GPS systems. I think that'll be beneficial than... Yeah, I'm going with that. Okay, so, um, one man canoes fitted with the latest technology. Leave no room for one man. Oh, no. Um, poor landing economy fell from very strong to strong. Not great. Streets cleaner, less dangerous. Uh, these are the headlines. Government more helpful than ever before. Teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. Social groups welcome rise in income equality. Okay. And did I have any more issues to address? No. Um, 
Uh, got a lot of notices. We'll deal with that later. A lot of telegrams from the free land of Scotland, Serenity, the Holy Empire of Kingdom of Charlemagne, the Queendom of Monarch of Norway, the Republic of Hart and Hartfield and Founder, the Serenication. Yeah. Other people just want me to join, I think, is the, the gist I'm finding. Um, how do I get back to... Ah, upper left corner. Okay, so let's see. Did it change? Um, okay, so it did change a couple things. So let's go back to see the gist of it. Uh, I like how my background picture kind of gives like a banner, kind of like how um, Twitter does, right? You can have like a cover photo and then like a like a header photo and how some web. It's all just like industry, like freighting, boating, mining. Oh yeah, very corporate. I'm still a corporate bordello apparently, and I kind of have a hard time thinking what a bordello is. I think it's like a. Oh, it's a brothel. Oh great, that's that's kind of what I thought it was. That's that's lovely. All right, so let's see what it changed about me. So. The Principality of Portland is a fledgling and farm to the nation around for its reverence towards religion. The hardworking democratic population of five million planners are effectively ruled by a group of massive corporations who run for political office and provide their well-off citizens with world-class goods and services. Their poor citizens, however, are mostly starving to death while being urged to go out and get real jobs. The populace is reasonably extensive civil rights, although they are mostly aimed at allowing them to buy whatever they like. The dynamic government juggles the competing demands of education, welfare, administration. Citizens play a flat income tax of 7%, so it went up. The strong Portlandian economy worth $377 billion a year is driven almost entirely by the private sector, which is broadly diversified and led by the trout farming industry, which major contributions from tourism, beef based agriculture, and gambling. Average income is $75,561, the richest earning 7.8 times as much as the poorest. All major public areas are watched by police surveillance cameras. Latest Harry Potter book is a bestseller. The tenet of free speech is held dear in one-man canoes fitted with the latest tech tracking technology to leave no room for one man. Crime is moderate with the police force struggling against a lack of funding and a high mortality rate. Portland's national animal is the parrot, which stores majestically, like we've all said before. Yeah, the I wasn't thinking about all vehicles. I was just trying to think of a way to make it more helpful. Okay, let's see what it says in the fact book. Um, fact book is empty. Policies. Economic policies are capitalism and cannabis. Um, Alright, so let's see what... Bleeding causes of death. Old age is 40.7%. Exposure, 0.3%. Murder, 13.1%. Lost in wilderness, 1.6%. And heart disease, 44.3%. How the hell is it heart... I don't know. Let's see, government. Let's see how this breaks down. So... It's uh, Our government expenditure is $34.9 billion, the 9.2% of the GDP. Our administration is 11.8%. Our defense is 11.8%. Our education is 17.6%. Environment is 1.2%. Healthcare is 11.8%. Industry, 8.2%. Law and order, 9.4%. Public transportation, 7.1%. Social policy, 3.5%. And welfare, 17.6%. Okay. Not bad. Not bad for a starting country. The Portland economy, um, poorest 10%, $24,685 per person, richest 10%, $192,000 per person. The black market makes up 
9.5% of our economy. The government makes up 9.2% and private industry makes up 90.2%. Lovely. Um, let's see, our rank. Uh, let's see, so freedom from taxation, we're in the top 9%. Trout fishing industry, we're in the top 9% in the world. Agriculture, 11%. Let's see, where do we suck? Um, taxation, we're in the top 92%. So, definitely not an authoritarian regime, so that's good. Let's see. So right now, civil rights are moderate and economy and political freedom are high. I'll take that. Uh, I have no cards. Do I have a new issue ready yet? Nope, 10 more minutes. So we'll maybe not come back to that. All right, so then that might be where we leave it, talking about nation states uh, today. Uh, Definitely this might be something fun to check into to see how over the course of the rest of this season and as Poor360 continues, checking in with this country of poor land that I've created, see how it changes from week to week. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting and I'm uh, really curious to see how this thing moves forward. I hope you enjoy it. It'll definitely be a little segment like I'm going to do with uh, with football and obviously I'm recording this on Saturday so I don't have this week's football scores stuff to give you but um that being said um if you want to create your own little nation state kind of run it the way you will it's nationstates.net um i don't know if any of you remember playing it back in the early to mid 2000s and yeah so you make your own um i'm the principality of Portland, and that'll do it for Poor360 for this week, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, there's definitely going to be... Uh, I'm recording a couple shows. Um, just I got some stuff going on. I just want to make sure I have time to give you guys some quality content. So if you want some to listen to some other stuff we have going on right now, you can check out the Patreon. Sorry, I kind of spaced out there. You can check out our Patreon where you can find the other episodes I've recorded um, that are coming up. I know I'm talking a little bit about, um, depending on when you listen to this and how the order ends up being released, um, the other recent episodes will be uh, about 9-11 and the recent Democratic debate. So that'll do it for 360 for this week. I am Andrew Poor. You guys have a great week. You've been listening to Poor360. You can find us on the socials at Poor360 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us and all the other podcasts on our network at journeyintocomics.com or early access at patreon.com slash journeyintocomics. You can find us on all podcasting platforms like CastBox, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many others.